Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Chris Green, director of the Beast Mode Games, and I'm here for a podcast to get you ready for October 13th Beast Mode Games. Again, it's at 9 o'clock. That's our start time. We're going to be in East Downtown at the Blue Market Field. If you have not seen this destination in Houston, it is a sight to see with the skyline, blue turf that we're going to be working out on. Vendors are going to be everywhere. Great food around, great entertainment. So it's going to be the place to be, again, October 13th. Event starts at 9 o'clock and probably finish around 12, 31 o'clock, depending on how the podium finish off, if we finish with a tie or whatnot. But, hey, man, I am um, over excited i don't even know if that's a word you put together but i'm gonna put it together just because i'm chris and that's what i do but i'm here tonight or today to just basically give you some perspective on how to get ready for the beast mode games i was able to get some amazing people to comment on my facebook page just to give me some questions and topics to talk about and what i will also do meanwhile is go live on the instagram page of the beast mode uh, no, actually, I'm going to go live on my personal page just because it has a little bit more of a following on that page to see if anybody gives us any insight on uh, topics that will be great to talk about. So um, first question I want to kind of talk about a little bit right now is more of a uh, nutrition question. So someone asked basically, you know, we have different, I call them trendy diets. You have uh, keto, you have South Beach diet, you have... Uh, the Atkins diet. I mean, you have so many different type of food plans that put individuals on the platform to succeed at their goal, right? So this is a fitness competition. So, you know, I honestly, um, I try to find the best out of every situation instead of the worst. I believe if you're that detailed on the macros from whatever diet plan that you're suggesting, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. But I believe just personally, from the certifications that I received, you need a good amount of carbohydrates, fats for your energy, period. Uh, when you have the good amount of carbohydrates and fats for your body, it gives you the fuel to push the weight around, to run, and to do what we need to do for the amount of time that we need to do it for. The protein is more for replenishing your body. When you use those muscle groups and they break down, obviously your uh, your body needs uh to be refueled and that's the way you do it with protein so you know between the three um whether it's the atkins or the keto i mean just make sure you have the energy in your body to produce what you need to do so i'm not here today to say yay or nay whether one plan is better than the other i believe whatever plan you have if you stick to it you'll see results from it but from a performance perspective make sure that you do have the appropriate amount of energy personally me anytime i have like a um competition or a challenge whether it's a weightlifting competition or maybe it's a spartan race or something like that i like to actually carb up the night before the evening before just because typically i'm going to get up super early that next morning and i'm not going to have time to you know carb up like i would typically would and have a time to kind of digest some of it so uh that's personally what i do but hopefully what i said uh will benefit you so for those that are on um the beast mode games ig i just went live so if any of you guys that are on obviously you see me at the studio you can comment with any question and i'm just gonna add that to the list of things that i'm gonna be discussing today so today's topic on the podcast is basically uh questions that's gonna help you uh be who you need to be and who you want to be at the beast mode games um um competition on the 13th all right so next thing that i have is about resting your body towards the competition so this comes from coach d he's from off the couch fitness and he also helps with um under construction uh they have both of them have amazing brands and they're in north houston so basically he's asking or want me to bring up the topic about resting your body towards the competition i'm so big on resting your body i have to repeat that again because it's very important. I'm so big on resting your body. If you're doing too much, if you're burning your body out, you can't expect to put your body on a platform with that much high energy and expect to get the best result from your body. 
the only way your body's going to give you the best result if you put it in a position to number one recover and number two um, have the mobility and have the have the flexibility to push your body and obviously the endurance and the strength to back it up so again right now we're what two weeks away from the competition if i was programming your workouts right now i'm not putting athletes through super 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 heavy lifting days um, i'm more probably challenging them with hit type workouts that's the high intensity interval training uh, a lot of repetition a lot of reps because next week is the week of the beast mode games then you're kind of putting them in a position where they're layering off kind of just working on calisthenic movements to keep the strength and you know the day before i don't even tell them to touch anything just stretch but again that's just chris green obviously um, i'm gonna put my my taste my philosophy on it but you know every we have some incredible uh strength coaches boot camp coaches crossfit coaches that do an incredible job i'm just be my opinion but I, I, I do want to address that, Coach D, when you do listen to this podcast. I do appreciate you bringing that up because it's so important that we rest our body. Remember, man, when your muscle groups break down, it's, it's key that um, you let them replenish. And the only way they replenish is by literally fueling them correctly and also resting, 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 resting. So when, when I hear the word resting, I must mention sleep, 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 sleep. You know, you. Just remember the night before, especially if it's your very first time doing it, your juices are going to be flowing in your head. You're going to be so excited. You're, you might not sleep as much as you typically would like to sleep just because you're excited. But that does not mean you cannot sleep right the days leading up to the day before. So obviously we're two weeks out. Like Start noticing your sleep patterns and get in a deep sleep. Two things I mentioned. I do this with athletes that I train, uh, for collegiate athletes especially, those that you know succeed on high levels. They have to learn how to make mistakes and then move on. So if I'm coaching a quarterback and he throws an interception in the second quarter, he still has two more quarters to put the team on his back and to do what he needs to do. So he has to throw away mistakes. One thing that I teach is specifically to write thoughts down because when quarterbacks that have to intake so much information, read defenses, read different routes, read so many different things that can happen in a matter of seconds, like their mind is getting to a place where it's always running. So one thing that I do to teach them is before they go to sleep, put a notepad by their bed. And as thoughts come up or things that you think will work out in tomorrow's practice or in the next game, write them down. Part of the reason why athletes or, or people that found success that, I don't know, go off of what they created mentally, uh, the reason why they don't get that much sleep is because they feel like they're going to lose a thought as they're sleeping. So if you can get a, a great idea right before you fall asleep, if that notepad is near your bed, you can write down that idea. Once you write it down, then you have that peace of mind that, hey, it's on my notepad. When I wake up, it's going to be there. So find different ways to get into a deep sleep. That's my whole subject line of even talking about what I just discussed. Number two, don't look at social media at least for 30 minutes before you get into bed. So you can go to sleep like, look, man, it's so much tension in our country. Like if if you're getting ready for the beast mode games or you're trying to create a uh, healthier sleep pattern for yourself. If you get on Facebook and and you see something happening, you know, I don't know, a shooting at a school, it's going to be tough to go to sleep on that. Or you watch the news and someone got murdered. Like it, it, it's so many negative things or things that and it don't have to be negative. It can be uh Cardi B dancing at the club and it's an image that you can't get out your head. I mean, it's so many different things that can go on that can keep your mind wondering and thinking. And the way that I teach people how to fall into a deeper and better sleep is by simply not getting on social media at least 30 minutes before they go to sleep. So just suggestions. And again, for those that are on the podcast channel for for Instagram, if you're on and you can see me, I'm waving at you. Uh, I'm looking for comments and questions questions to talk about on the beast mode show for the podcast that will be launching um what else let's go into this next question that i have which is setting goals from recreational division to participate eventually in the competitive division and let me touch on that topic 
on the difference between the two. So we have a competitive division and a competitive division. Both are the same exact exercises. So with the Beast Mode games, our main purpose is to empower anybody that wants to get better. We're not here to say it's going to be easy, but we're here to say if you finish it, it's so worth it. So our main purpose is to invite all fitness levels. So that's why we have the two different uh, divisions. With the recreational division, the only difference between the two is the amount of weight that we lift. And if I was to give an example, if we're doing a deadlift in the recreational division, the woman might lift 65 pounds in the recreational division in the competitive division it may be 95 pounds they would get as many reps as they can in 95 excuse me in one minute and obviously one weight's lighter than the other but for those that are lifting a certain weight you're in one division and not the other so it helps the athlete push themselves it helps the athlete not feel like they're not doing what the others are doing the difference is it's just one is lifting more than the other so that's the difference between the two now, I love this question because it's more of a, a mindset on rec division to be a competitor. And it's, it's something that I hold to my heart when I see an athlete comes into the recreational division. They do it a couple times and then they take that faith jump or they put in the work and they see that they now have the strength or they have the mentality to now participate in the competitive division. It's... It's one of those things that's hard to put words to because it takes work, it takes dedication, it takes sacrifice, it takes consistency, and it takes a mindset that, that you have to get the job done. So when I see that happens, it's, it's something that I hold real close to my heart. Now, if I was to give you three points on how to, how to go from the recreational division to the competitive division, number one would be the consistency in the offseason. So it's not one of those things where if we did the Beast Mode games in October and you did the rec division, and then when we do it again in February, if you want to do competitive, you can't just start working out three weeks prior. It takes, I would say, at least 90 days to 120 days of programming with nutrition and your physical frame to get you on that platform. Now, it's not about beating your body up, lifting heavy every single day. I mean, some people's philosophies are that way, but mine's personally is just to do something more than you did yesterday. If you can get better for three to four months straight, obviously you from competitive, uh, excuse me, from recreational to competitive. So that's number one. Number two, it's a mind thing. Listen, it's not about finishing first place. It's about starting the workout and finishing it. For those that have been to the Beast Mode games, you see people in and they don't finish the workout. So don't get caught into trying to finish in the top 10 just so you can be on the top 10 standings on the website. Of course, that's a great goal to set, but more so your goal is to finish whatever you start. And we believe the way you do one thing is the way you do most. So obviously we're using fitness as a platform, but again, you can do this with anything that you deal with. So just remember my point number two from going from recreational division to competitive division is to really put yourself in a position to have the mentality that you're going to get better every day in the off season. And number three, I would say you got to have, you got to have some faith, man. Like think of the things that you've done in life that if you didn't have faith on it, like what had, would it come into place? I mean, I'm thinking like even starting a fitness brand or, or, just going to college like it was things that I've never seen before but I was able to do it because I had some type of faith in it so for the person that's listening to this podcast and your goal and your dream is to get into the competitive division because you've done the recreation division I would set a goal where hey I did the recreation division October next June I'm signing up for the competitive go to the website sign up early and then, you know, you got to back it up with um, the faith that you put into it. So just remember, uh, faith without work is dead. So you got to put the work in or faith does no good. So those are my three points on on how to jump from recreational to competitive. So um, I'm looking at my IG uh, from everybody that's on. Leite, what up? Jalen, what up? B.Fit, what's up? GSG, what's up? So 
Uh, a lot of you guys are on just looking for some feedback on questions and topics that we can talk about at the Beast Mode game. So I'm going to keep this phone at, in my hand as I'm doing this podcast, but I have to show some love to my Facebook family in a little bit. So I'll give you guys a couple more moments if you have any questions or topics that would be great to talk about for the Beast Mode games. Uh, just mention them before. Um, quick water break. Since we don't have any paid sponsors, <laughs> I can't run a little commercial. Dave, you got a paid sponsorship? <laughs> David, David, Dap Production. Here goes my commercial. Dap, Dap Productions, presented by David Wall, brings you the <laughs> brings you the best quality of visual expectations, from weddings to engagement photos to highlight tapes to. How do I sound? You, you could do that though. You, 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 you can do a Mean Green one. We could, we could produce a Mean Green commercial. We'll put it right in the middle. We could do that. <laughs> <laughs> we really could do that. All right. But yeah, my guy David Wall, man. Um, look up his information, DAP uh, Productions. He does all our work for Beast Small Games. And then those that know me personally from Mean Green, he does everything that I produce. So if you need a videographer, photographer, man, he is the man. So. Uh, that was a free, that was a free advertising commercial on Instagram and the Be Small Games podcast. All right, back to the content. So another question I have is, is this uh, competition only for people that are that belong to a gym? No, no, no. This this competition, obviously, you have some incredible leaders in our in our fitness community in the Houston area. And they encourage their their team, the people that they train to participate in the Beast Mode games. But, man, I'm hoping, I'm praying that people just come across this or hear about it and they join. The goal is to empower as many people as we can. So that's the reason why the Beast Mode games is the Beast Mode games. But, no, you, you don't have to be a part of a CrossFit gym or a brick-and-mortar gym or a boot camp. Come represent yourself. I've seen people that literally built out their garage or their backyard, and that's how they work out, and they come and do very well. So, you know, obviously, if you're not part of a fitness brand, don't feel like you cannot participate because you're not part of a fitness brand. Fitness fitness is kind of like uh, – I probably shouldn't mix the two, David, but I'm going to do it. Fitness is kind of like church, right? Like, you can go to church, and because you're around X amount of people – Sometimes it's just exciting to be around a crowd doing same thing on the same accord. But that doesn't mean that your belief or your faith is broken because you watch church from TV. Like one is at home and you're by yourself and the other one's with a group of people. So same thing with the competition. Like, yeah, you know, it's great to be around people if that's what you like to do. But it's totally fine if you do it on your own. The end result, if you're getting results, you get results. So uh, definitely glad you asked that question because that's really about that. Um, I needed to address, but I don't think I've ever addressed it. So, um, question. So, for those that are on IG, I gotta wave by, okay? I gotta, I have to do the same thing on a, on another page. So, appreciate you guys tuning in, and I will see you guys later. So, with podcast, man, it's actually tough because I'm I'm doing the podcast, and then I'm I'm trying to connect with all of you on social media. So, you got to be multi-talented to do this type of stuff. All right. Uh, let me see if we have any more questions on this page before I go to the next one. Body maintenance. DeAndre asks about body maintenance. So, you know what, D? I'm, I'm glad if you listen to this podcast. I'm not going to say if. When you listen to this podcast, I want you to know that uh, you're much, you're very appreciative. I'm very appreciative of your question and I value it because. If you think of a car, right, like if you got a Ferrari, let me bar it. And also, if you have a Ferrari, you can't just stop in hard window and, and get your oil change, right? Because it's, it's, it's top notch. You can't just go get regular gas when you got a Ferrari. You can't just go to the homie and let him change your oil. Like to get that peace of mind and know it's going to be done right. You got to go to someone that's certified to handle Ferraris. And Ferraris cost a lot. They're valued a lot because it's a freaking Ferrari. And it's the same thing about you and your body. 
for everybody, not just those that are participating, but period. Your body is so valued, you're top notch, you're created specifically to move a certain way. And I personally believe that in my faith, it teaches that you're uniquely designed and there's no one like you. So it's very important that you treat your body with the, the premium effect. So again, body maintenance is so key. I see, you know, obviously there's countless amount of people that come out there for the competition. And sometimes they get upset at themselves because they felt like they could have ran harder or could have could have lifted more, could have could have got more reps in at the time period. But it's unfair to do that when you haven't been maintaining your body for the course of three to four months leading up into the competition. So um, if you follow me on Instagram and this is another sponsorship ad, follow Chris Green at the real underscore mean green. D. Wall, we got to get somebody with another voice to help me with these uh, sponsorships. But, uh, um, yeah, I'll, on my IG page, I really try to focus on Mondays, Mobility Mondays, to show you different movements um, to help your body. A lot of us or a lot of you suffer at squats because you don't have the mobility in your ankles and your hips. It's not that you don't have the strength in your hamstrings and your glutes. It's just the mobility in your ankles and your hips are crap. So it's difficult to get your butt down when you don't have the mobility to. But the only way you get better mobility is by focusing on mobility. Same thing with stretching and range of motion. So the body maintenance is so key. And the Beast Mode Games is, is going to challenge your upper body. It's going to challenge your lower body. It's going to challenge full body movements. Sometimes it's tested with weights. Sometimes it's tested with your own body weight. So it's really important that you just don't focus on just range of motion in your in your chest and your shoulders because you're doing the bench press a lot. It's deeper than that. You got to be able to do bench press. You got to be able to do back rows. You got to be able to do squats. You got to be able to do lunges. You got to be able to run around the block. Like, like for me personally, again, everybody has their own opinion, but fitness for me is to be able to do movements that I typically would do throughout the day or throughout the week and not be fatigued or not being limits and not do it like i have two little boys and they're my world right so for me to squat down and pick them up and then put them in the air because i know that makes them laugh that's almost like a clean press that's like me picking them from the ground with my shoulders pinched back my stomach tight deadlift right and then as i put them in my front rack position which is across my chest that's kind of like doing a hammer curl right and then as i push them up into the sky that's like doing a push press Right. So that's like movements that I work on because there's movements that I do on a daily basis when I pick my boys up or if I'm carrying grocery bags out the car like Christina Green. When you hear this podcast, I'm letting you know that I do pharma carries and I do the amount of weight that I do, because when you come and get me in the middle of a football game, I have to have the enough strength and grip to grab every single grocery bag. So it's only one trip. So just understand that I've been working on this craft, little girl. Um, but. Again, man, body maintenance is so key just to get back to the topic. Just make sure that you're not doing it just for the Beast Mode Games, but you're doing it for life. That's the overall point. The Beast Mode Games is just a tool to keep you um, engaged throughout the year. We do it three times a year, quarterly, three times. So you will be in a position to benchmark yourself to work towards something. So just remember uh, productivity and getting better every single day that's a lifetime journey as a tree that i always talk about every day a tree lives a tree grows but the day the tree stops growing is the day a tree starts dying so i'm glad deandre hinton that you brought that up all right water break water break because i'm thirsty thirsty all right a couple more questions because i have to get back and finish my training but um shout out to that productions for allowing us to come into their studio today to allow us to use a premium equipment and um, just class act people, man. So if you need any photography, uh, I, I'm looking at his wall of fame and I have two pictures on it. He has engagement pictures, he has athletic, he has uh, commercials, he has, uh, I see a couple of people that have a cool, unique situations where they're I guess applying for different acting positions. He do skits for them. I don't know if he create the skits, but he definitely shoots them. Um, the, I love the, the 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 baby photos. Like, actually, we should get the twins on here. I gotta get my little boys on here. I have to pay him to put them on here. But um, 
Yeah. So, all right. Love my guy, David. Getting back to the last couple questions that I have. Um, next question I have is what type of workouts be the Beast Mode games? Ooh, man, this is a good question. All right. And the reason why I like this question is because so many of you have participated in the Beast Mode games, and then it's some of you that are going to be participating for the very first time. And the reason why this question is so unique and so cool because we do not release the workout until 5 p.m. the day before. It's very important that you understand that it's not a a thing that we just do because we want to make life hard for everybody. It's more so my philosophy personally that if we produce the workout and give it to people weeks prior before, instead of working on cardiovascular movements, calisthenic movements, uh, Olympic lifting, um, whatever format uh, you'd like to train, I think that if we gave the workouts weeks before, that you only train for those specific movements. And I don't think that's fitness. I think fitness is about being not great at one thing, but good at everything. So I feel like I, it would be a lack of service from my belief to you. So that's number one reason why we don't produce the workouts the day before. Um, excuse me. That's why we release the workouts the day before, not weeks prior. But the type of workouts that we do have. So I think the CrossFit community, honestly, I think they do an incredible job of their competition format finding the most freak of nature, most fittest person in the world. So they do a great job of testing every single thing from cardiovascular. I've seen them, I've seen them rowing for like three days straight on this last uh, CrossFit um, games. But no, finding the strongest person in a different field. I mean, they do an incredible job. The Beast Mode Games, what we really want to do, obviously, is get all fitness levels out there and empower every single person that come out there. So our movements are going to be functional movements, kind of like I mentioned earlier. You know, from if you're picking up your kid from the ground to the sky, that's a deadlift to a clean to a push press, right? So that's a movement that will potentially be in the Beast Mode Games, uh, clean presses, um, you know, picking something up. Um, I don't know, what would you pick up? Pick up your child and then you're playing with them. So you sit down in a chair and then you get back up. That's a that's a front rack squat. So maybe you'll see a front rack squat. Um, if you're in the garden and you, you're picking up stuff out the truck and putting it on the ground, it's kind of like a ball slam. So the movements that we're going to do in the Beast Mode games are movements that are functional for your daily movements. I guess the question that I would add in to you would be the movements that we will not do at the Beast Mode Games. Um, movements that we wouldn't do is muscle-ups. We would not get an athlete, whether it's competitive or recreational, and make them do a muscle-up. Again, it, there are other fitness competitions do an incredible job for those athletes, but the athletes that we attract, um, muscle-ups is not the best thing for them. So we're not going to empower people at our events by telling them they can or cannot do a muscle up um overhead squats basically you know you you snatch a barbell above your head keep it up and then go into a deep squat position um, again there are several other competitions that do a great job but for us the people and the athletes that we attract uh, we don't want to test them on those type of movements a third movement would be um, handstand walks, for an example, like a gymnastics movements. So those are movements that are not for me. Uh, I don't just get up in the morning and walk on my hands to the bathroom. So they're not more functional movements for me. Those are more of a gymnastics movements. And that kind of gets out of the lane of what we teach at uh, the Beast Mode game. So that's the reason why we don't do it but i think that's an incredible question um so i'm still live i believe on what's this instagram so for those that are on instagram i'm finishing up a podcast i went um live for you guys to tune in if anybody has any questions that you want me to address right here right now on the podcast for the beast mode show just comment below 
Uh, shout out to a couple people that are on. JD, what up, man? My boy Kevin uh, just opened up a beautiful facility for Infinity Solutions. What's up, brother? Uh, Orlando, what up? What up? Inner Grind, what's up, man? Hope I can get you guys out there this year. Rate it. What's up? What's up? Um, so again, if y'all guys have any questions, I have two more that is listed on the document behind me and I'm getting out of here. But if you guys have any questions or any topics you would like me to uh, talk about or past experiences that you may have uh, experienced that you want me to bring up, I would love to do so. So people have the full expectation of the experience for the Beast Mode Games. Um, next question I received is from Charlie. Um Charlie is the head coach from CrossFit, uh, Beltway CrossFit. Does an incredible job of programming and leading that fitness brand into uh, just great results. And his question is basically goal setting and learning from past competitions. And the reason why I think this is such an incredible question is because so many of you have participated in the Beast Mode Games, and I really want you to identify what you've done in the past and how you can become better. And if I was to use an example, <laughs> I'm gonna use a guy named Devin, all right? And it's funny, the reason why I laugh because I, I, Kevin's actually on, he was one of Kevin's teammates. And I'm saying this because he trains at, you know, the gym I operate out of, Mean Green. And Devin was a teammate that I hooked up with uh, Kevin uh, which him and his boy, they're obviously representing Infinity Solutions. They're in the middle of a team four-man carry, a uh, farmer carry with, I think it was what, I don't know, 300 plus pounds. I forgot the weight. But uh, as they're in the middle of the freaking competition, Devin Butt talking about, I got a pee or boo-boo. It was one of them. But literally he had to stop in the middle of the competition <laughs> and leave and kind of left his guys on the back burner. So I let, I, I'm saying this because me and D are real cool. I, I can say this without him getting mad, but hopefully. But um, if I was him, I would look back at that experience and say, man, I have to watch what I ate last time. If I ate that morning, if I went to IHOP and had, dang, what's one of those meals, David, at IHOP? Do you remember the names? The one, the, uh, and I, I almost said fresh, tutti, fruity. That's not IHOP, is it? International. I think they have like something called the International. But if you had the International Omelet and it made your stomach runny, don't have the International Omelet the next time around, right? Or if you felt that you drunk too much water right before the competition, don't drink a whole bunch of water before the next competition. So learn from your past experience. Also, burnout, man. I think the biggest thing that I heard from a lot of the competitors last time was their grip. We really tested all the athletes that participated last time with their grip. So obviously going into this competition, hopefully you worked on your grip. Same thing, movements of, of staying in your own lane. And I have to stay on this topic a little bit because staying in your own lane at the competition is so crucial. Now, I'm not saying stay in your lane, like literally stay in the perimeter of your lane. Now, I need you to do that, but uh, stay in your lane on not getting caught up in the energy because the energy is going to be crazy. The DJ going to be rocking. Uh, everybody going to be yelling for their team. People going to be calling your name. So you automatically want to do more than you typically would do, right? But at the competition, like plan out mentally, like when you get the workout, plan out what you expect to do and don't do nothing more. And what I mean by that, I'm about to call. Hold on one second. <coughs> if we have a workout that says push-ups, squats, burpees get as many as you can in each interval for each exercise for 30 seconds which means 30 seconds push-ups 30 seconds squats 30 second burpees if you know that you can do at least 10 of each for each 30 seconds so you're setting a goal to do 13 when the competition starts and the push-ups crank off for the very first exercise don't go push out and do 23 and it goes beyond your means because when you do 23 and then you try to do more squats than you typically would do after the first round, you're burnt out and you still got eight more rounds. So stay in your lane. Um, I think Charlie bring up a good topic with that. Uh, just make sure that you learn from your past experience in any fitness competition. 
I think energy and effort when it comes to nutrition is the beginning standpoint or the foundation to move forward. So make sure you learn from that. But also, all that good coaching that you've been paying for for the last couple of months or the last couple of years on the breathing techniques. You know, it's funny because as an instructor, I get paid to really tell a lot of people how to breathe. But when we get on that platform, that energy's crazy. You listening to that uh, to that new Lil Wayne, whatever you like to listen to, and everybody just hype. You forget about all those breathing concepts that your incredible coach has taught you to do, and then you burn out because your heart rate gets so high. And then when your heart rate gets too high, there's only so much you can do, right? So just make sure with, I guess, AKA, staying in your lane. Listen to all the advice that you received from your trainer about breathing. Listen to all that advice about from your trainer when it's not about how fast you start, it's about how strong you can finish. Listen to all the advice you received about no sloppy reps, but good form. And I believe that, that if you can follow those structure movements that your trainer, your coach, your, your boot camp instructor have taught you, then you're going to be just fine. So just remember, stay in your lane when you get into the beast mode games, and you will do incredible. All right. I have two more questions. Well, excuse me. I have one more question, and I would love to get some feedback from everybody that's on IG. So for those that are on IG, I'm just taking some feedback for today's podcast that we're launching. And as far as the October 13 beast mode games, whether you're participating or not, looking for some great topics where we can identify, talk about, and touch so we can help somebody become better. So looking for some feedback. Uh, see my girl from Fit Chicks got on. What's up? Congratulations again. I, I believe I saw you yesterday as well uh, with you and Anthony on the new facility. I love it. Uh, Rachel, what's up, girl? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hope all is well. I know you're out there killing it with the CG family. All right. So looking for some questions and topics from you guys as well. But let me hit this last question. And then if you guys have any questions, I will... Uh, identified. All right, last question I have for October 13th Beast Mode game. What does individual mean? And also, am I good enough to do it? All right, I'm going to answer your question backwards. I'm going to start with the second question that you have. Are you good enough to do it? Yes. Yes, you're good enough to do it. Hold on. I'm going to say it one more time because I believe it. Yes. You are good enough to do it. So this is the thing. We have two divisions. You have the recreational and the competitive. If there's a movement that need modifications, obviously we'll put you in the recreational, but we want you to be able to start something and finish something. I want you to know that you're worth it, man. If, if, if I believe if God gave you the strength to walk and arms to use um, or either or, and you can do any of the movements that we can, that we're providing, yes, you're, you can do it and you're also worth it. So just know that this competition is about empowering you because not only when you're empowered, how it's going to benefit you, but it's going to benefit those that you're connected to. So that's number one. Uh, the second question you asked about the individual format. So we have three formats a year. We have a uh, team of two in February. We have team of four in June. And then we have the individual, the last one of the year in October. So this is kind of like, all the marbles are on you, you know, like we've had team competitions before. And, and, you know, like when you play basketball, if it's a team of five on the court, you know, you can't just put it all on your shoulders. But this is like golf. This is like the single tennis match. This is like that one on one arm wrestle. It's all about you. And uh, it's kind of a great way to benchmark your success. And uh, that's what our individual formats about. So I think that's an incredible question. And I'm looking forward to seeing you. And when you get there, say, hey, I'm the person that asked on the podcast, can I do this? And I just want to give you a hug because I, I know you can. All right. All right. So to my IG people, I don't see anybody has asked any questions from anybody that is on. Uh, I'm just going to encourage you guys, if you're on live still, to write in a question. Give me at least one question. I want at least one question from IG. Can my IG people be they, they be on it. They be following and stuff like that. So um, I have three tips that I'm going to leave you with. And I will start posting, whether it's me or another director on the Instagram page, we'll start posting once a day. Just uh, 
a suggestion to incorporate into your workout regimen or nutrition. But my three tips for today as you're leading up to the Beast Mode games is number one, this set up every point count. You know, sometimes you have competitions and you have like 350 points and it's so easy to get like 10 points. This competition, you have to work your butt off just to get one point. And I'm not giving anything away, but I'm just letting you know, like this competition, to get one freaking point, you have to work your butt off. So it's not going to be like, hey, I, I, I pulled the rower one time and I got 100 meters and I got 100 points. No, to get one point in this Beast Mode games is going to take a lot of effort. Um, number two, um, get those burpees in. If you have not heard, if you have not got the email, if you have not seen on IG, if you have not seen on Facebook, if you do your burpees in 45 seconds with a digital clock in the background with somebody counting every full burpee you do, you get one full point to your overall score, which is incredible. So get your burpees in. You need every point you can get. And number three, uh, just a reminder, this one is outdoors. I know we have some indoors and we have some outdoors, but we're expecting a great day, great weather in October in Houston. So this will be outdoors. So uh, it'll be on turf, so if you want to wear gloves, bring gloves. But those are my three points to kind of keep in mind leading into the Beast Mode games. All right, other than that, I am going to end everything that I have unless I have some comments or questions. I do, and I appreciate uh, my peeps from Fit Chicks and Rachel for uh, giving me some feedback on IG. And again, if anybody has any more questions on IG, uh, go ahead and comment below because I would love to address it. And then I'm going to get out of here because I think I have to train in... 21 minutes um all right first one i really want to know how the reps are counted and how accurate they are i think i and others felt like we did more than was accounted for on the beast mode games and the comp so great question so like i think with any and this is like just me being me i think with any sport like man sometimes it, it is difficult to work your your butt off and then you like, dude, did I get that rep, right? Or did I, if I if I made that pitch, did that really go across the the, uh, the strike zone? Or uh, was my finger really out of bounds when I caught the ball off the football? So like, it is difficult. I believe that any umpire or judge, like it would never be a perfect call. But what I will say is, I don't know if you competed in the last two or three but every single competition in the last three you have to sign off for every rep that you've done and if, if you don't if you disagree with it then you um you bring it up to the judge and then the judge goes to gets to me somehow some way but in the last couple we also had a wide shot view and every single exercise is actually recorded so for example if we're doing a burpee count and you felt that it was 13 and you were counted for seven, we actually can go back to the video camera on the wide shot and recount every single motion. So again, um, it's just one of those ways, and I guess in the performance world for athletics, uh, going into a competition just from friend to friend, just know that every single judge judge differently, and that's just kind of like life. Uh, but at the same time, know that they're volunteering to give their best but we also notify them that you paid and you're working your butt off to get the rep so um i guess your peace of mind will be knowing that every single motion that you do is going to be recorded so we can obviously go back and 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 uh look at the video and recount if need be and that's the cool thing that we've noticed in the last four years from the very first beast mode games uh, I think Antonique actually came to the third one. We were at the gym. We didn't have enough parking spots. Uh, we had judges being overworked. Now we have the, the, the luxury now. We have a lot of great gyms that are volunteering their time, and they're just judging. They're not judging and competing. And, you know, the, the, the growth that we see every year, we wasn't able to have uh, – the investment where we can pay a camera crew to come out there and film the whole thing from a wide shot. But now knowing that we have that, it does show growth. So hopefully I answer your question. And I think that's an incredible question for sure. Um, and then what else we have? Any heavy lifts from Rachel? 
So we're Rachel, we're not gonna test anybody on their max out weight. Um, so what I mean by that, if we're doing push press, for example, and say the standard weight is 45 pounds, if you hit 45 pounds, add 10 pounds, and then you're doing 55, add 10, you're doing 65, and then whoever lists the most weight um, receives whatever amount of points or podium status. So we're not going to be doing that, but what we will be doing is, um, without me telling any of the secrets of this competition, it will be, you will not be tested as much on calisthenic movements, but more on barbell movements. All right, so uh, I think the weight is going to be pretty challenging, though. The weight will be pretty challenging. If you think of, I'm trying to think of the ones you participated, excuse me, the ones you participated in, Rachel, I would say... This one kind of gives me a feel of, you remember the one on the Mean Green Training Center, North Houston, at the team one, when we had two uh, two exercises in one day? This kind of reminds me of the indoor, the indoor portion, when you and your road dogs had to go through those barbell movements. This, this kind of reminds me of that one. It kind of has that, that feel for me. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say, yeah, it's going to be some, uh, it's, it's going to be a lift that if you're doing competitor or rec, it'll be a lift that you should be able to do. But um, it's not going to be like a push-up burpee type thing for sure. I think that's a great question. Uh, what else you got? You said, okay, sounds good. Didn't know that. Good info. That Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Just kind of reconfirm. Definitely hope to see you out there, girl. Hopefully see you out there. Um but yeah, uh, looking forward to seeing you there too. And Rachel said, figured. Uh, let me ask you this, Rachel, since you do such an incredible job training, um, comment below, Rachel, what would be a good, what would be a good workout setup? For like, give me like a, give me like a, a combination movement or combination movements that will be an incredible workout for the Beast Mode games. And uh, let's have some fun with it. I'm curious on what you would write down. And you know what? If you say a movement and it's close to what's going to be in the Beast Mode games because you're on live and because those that are listening to this podcast, uh, you, have a, you have a little insight more than others. All right? So Rachel says squat to press. So I'm guessing like a thruster. Um, you know what? I say this for just because you guys press the play button and you listen to 45 minutes of this podcast, and you know in podcast land, if you actually listen past 10 minutes, you must really like the person or the info, right? If you survive 45 minutes of me talking, and if you're on live with uh, with me entertaining the IG, she said clean to press. You will have a very similar motion for clean press. Now, this is the only thing that I have to mention with clean press. Will you be doing it with a barbell? Will you be doing it with dumbbells? Will you be doing it with a bumper plate? Will you be doing it with a sandbag? Will you be doing it with kettlebells? Will you be doing it with a 50-pound slam ball? I, I'm just not quite sure. But <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a hard time, Rachel. Uh, but, yeah, I, because you asked and you're on this, broad, on, on this uh, podcast channel, uh, yes, you will have a very similar motion that's going to challenge you. But remember, every rep. Every single rep, every rep you get, that point counts. Uh, barbell or dumbbell? Dumbbell preferred. So, Rachel, with dumbbell, this is my last one, then we're going to get out of here. This is my last one. David David, David said I got to pay him double if I stay another five minutes. Um, what would be a good amount of weight for recreational and competitive division if we were to use dumbbells? 
What you think? What you think? I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put both of y'all, uh, Fit Chit and Rachel. I'm putting y'all right next to each other in the competition. If I see y'all signed up, I'm putting y'all right next to each other. <laughs> I'm curious, how much weight? So weight weight is actually uh, one of the ch most challenging things that I have to do as a uh, as one of the directors. I have to get people to come in and try the workout out, and then get another person to come try the workout out, and then I kind of gotta have to gauge it. Uh, Rachel said 20 to 25 pounds for dumbbell cleans, presses. Yeah, that, that's a good amount of weight. I think I would like to see, um, yeah, I, w I would like to see 15s probably for rec because, again, the rec division, you want anybody and everybody to do the competition to be able to at least do rec and be able to do it with the correct form. So I would say 15 pounds for rec. And then, yeah, we got to roll out the big dogs for the women. 25 pounds. Man. Ooh. So, if I do if I do that, then I mean, I got to have arms like Rachel. I'm trying to get them guns like Rachel. <laughs> all right, guys. So, that's all that I have for today's podcast. Um, again, I, I'm, I'm very grateful and I'm honored to be able to even have this conversation with you. I'm hoping and praying that when you come out, you're having an incredible time. It's... Um, it's fun. It's high energy. Uh, I love to see people get better. I love to see fitness brands grow. I love to see individuals meet new people and just enlarge their territory. I love to see people break through when they didn't think they can do it. I love to see people come back and and instead of being wrecked to be competitor. I, I love to see people that have been working their tail off to be on the podium major shout out to uh life fit man i think they've been in there for the last five or six competitions and they were like fourth place fifth place sixth place always so close to get on the podium and then finally i believe if i remember correctly the men's division team uh they were able to get second place and the women brought home the trophy for first place uh, so it was so great to see that, and I'm um, looking forward to seeing more of you guys have those same similar stories, all right? So um, other than that, to my IG peeps, for everybody at Fit Chicks and Rachel, I really appreciate you guys uh, uh, logging in and giving us some feedback, and obviously you need something specifically, uh, just DM me, and looking forward to seeing hopefully both of you guys very soon. And for everybody in the podcast land, if something was said or done, subscribe to our channel. Make sure you comment below. We would love to bring you more content whenever we have the time and opportunity. For our sponsor, to that production, for allowing us to use their facility and their very expensive microphones and headsets and audio equipment. We thank you for your time and energy. We pray and I say we pray and we ask. <laughs> All right, I need another sponsor voice. But hey, guys, I'm tuning out here. Love you guys. Y'all stay blessed and take care.